Hey, welcome Bears fans to another episode of Bears Scat. I'm Thomas. I'm Jim. We're going to do something a little bit different today, uh, and uh, Jim's going to kick it off. Yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, I'm sure by now most of the listeners to this episode know the news that Allery's, the Bears bar in Minnesota, is closing. Uh, I guess technically they're rebranding, but the Allery's that we have all known as a Bears bar will will no longer exist. Um, Obviously, I, I think... Almost everybody that's listening to this podcast has some connection with Allery's, whether you go there every week or you used to go there 10 years ago or you've been there once or twice. It's a place that I think has meant a lot to all of us. And so Tom and I just wanted to use this episode as a tribute to it. So, you know, Tom, you've been going there longer than anybody I know. So (laughs) I'll, uh, I'll give the floor to you. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it's a it's a bummer. Uh, this podcast wouldn't exist because um, I met Jim at the bar. Um, this whole idea came about uh, because they used to do a blog for the Bears, and this was kind of a natural progression. But um, Jim was the one that was the catalyst uh, in getting us started off on this, and uh, I my first game there was in 1999. Um, and I've been going there ever since. I don't know. I've probably averaged about 10 games or maybe 12 games a year. When I, uh, first started going there though, I didn't miss a single game. That's right. Ever. Um, I remember, uh, when I got married, we were playing the Packers the next day. I got married on a Saturday. (laughs) We were playing the Packers on Sunday and my wife made me promise not to go to the bar. <laughs> so I said, well, you know, that's fair. And uh, I think we lost that game, too. So Sounds about but, right. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, it, 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 when I first met um, Al Sr. and Al Jr., uh, it, it just was a place that I knew... Um, would be what I wanted. Uh, when I moved, uh, to Minnesota, uh, I moved from South Carolina and I was going to, uh, a bears bar in South Carolina in Columbia, South Carolina. So my thought was I got here, um, in November, 1998, right before the Vikings, uh, Falcons, uh, championship game. Okay. And, um, I had seen the Falcons play live twice that year, once against the Bears. And, uh, so I knew that they were a really good team. So I wasn't super shocked like everybody else when they, uh, when they won. But, um, that off season, I knew that I wanted to go find a place, uh, that was a Bears bar. And I thought, well, if I was able to find a Bears bar in South Carolina, I should be able to find a Bears bar in the Twin Cities. I was shocked at how much green and gold was here. I mean, I thought this would be completely blanketed by purple. And I I never realized that the Twin Cities was right on the river for Wisconsin. So that's why there's so many of them. But, you know, obviously, we're we're definitely in a distant third. (laughs) So so, um, I I, I went online 
which uh, this was 1999, so we were a little bit into web pages then, and I found Sean Bennett, uh, who was the Chicago Bears fan club uh, liaison for, for the Twin Cities, and his phone number was actually on there, so I called him up, and he said, uh, he said, yeah, we got a new place, uh, uh, this guy who uh, is opening a new Bears bar, and that's where everybody's going to go. And I got, I was so excited about that because that was the year that Al Jr. Um, acquired Elvgren Paints, uh, which was a paint store, which became Allery's. He bought that building, and um, yeah, that uh, that first year uh, was <laughs> was really scant. Uh, but, um, you know, I mean, it's made it all this time and I've watched so many people come and go and come back again and new people and old people. So it's, it's, it's a bummer. Yeah. It's just a really sad day for Bears fans in Minnesota. And it's funny you talk about your first game. I, I actually learned about Allery's when I was probably 16 or 17 because I, I was interested in coming to college in Minnesota, and I was a big Bears fan, so I, I googled, are there Bears bars in Minnesota, and <laughs> learned about Allery's and kind of put it on my bucket list, and then came up here, and you know, the first couple years of college, you're doing college things, and right. never really made it over there, and then uh, my senior year, when after I turned 21, and all my friends were 21, we kind of said, hey, let's, let's go check it out, so the, the first game that... I saw there was the first game of the John Fox era. Uh, it was <laughs> Bears-Packers at noon. Um, Jay Cutler started the game, and I remember Buck and Aikman were on the call, and neither of them wanted to be there. Like, <laughs> y- you could tell that they wanted to be doing anything else besides <laughs> calling the 5-11 and John Fox-Bears game. And the Bears lost. I don't really remember it being a, a very interesting game, but... There's just something about Allery's that, you know, it just had a vibe, like you said. It wasn't the nicest place. It certainly didn't have the best food. (laughs) And it it wasn't really close to where I was living, but it it was just a really, really fun place to be. And you got to be around other Bears fans and other people that were into the game. And I remember you doing Bears trivia, and then in the second half, cussing out the tv because john fox didn't didn't throw a challenge flag and yeah like you said it's just it's just a place that you you felt like you wanted to be on sundays if you were a bears fan and i mean i that year i went to pretty much every game and like you said i mean i bet i averaged 12 13 games a year going to that bar and ever since and it's just a place that you always knew was you were going to run into people that were there to just enjoy the Bears game with you. And I have gotten up at 3, 4 in the morning to drive from out of state to get there for noon kickoffs. (laughs) I've left work early to go there for night games. I've spent enough of my potential net worth (laughs) you know, watching watching games there. Me too. yeah, it's it's really sad that it's closing. Um, 
I wanted to go back to you because you were talking about Al and Al Jr. Mm-hmm. Maybe just talk a little bit more about them because I'm not sure that everybody knows their stories. So um, the bar was originally started by Al Basie Sr., um, who was a member of the Chicago Bears uh, 1940, 1941, and 1946 championship teams. Uh, the 1940 team being um, the team that beat the Redskins 73-0 to zero in the championship game, which is still, to this day, the record for largest margin. Um, but uh, in, in between there, he went and fought in World War II. Yeah. So um, uh, Al was uh, a hell of an athlete. Um, he played both ways. He played guard, uh, and he played uh, defensive tackle. Um, slash end. Uh, I think three, made, I think made, he's made the Pro Bowl in all three years, right? Yeah, I think he's technically an end. I think that's what he was uh, always technically listed as. Um, he uh, his number was twenty six. Uh, Al Junior in the first five years um, got Bears jerseys. A custom made that had 26 on them and said Basie uh, on the back and gave them out to a select group of guys. Um, and uh, there's a, there's still a few there's still a few of those out there. I actually got I, I ended up getting uh, a white one. I never did get an orange one. I was gonna get an orange one too, but so um, Al Senior after he retired from the Bears. Uh, moved to St. Paul and opened the first iteration of Allery's, Al and Larry's. That's where that name came from. Um, in 1949, uh, Larry, I think, was only part of the bar for a year. And then he, uh, uh, he, he was bought out. Um, and uh, Al was... Um, a wise guy. <laughs> so he was very familiar with the uh, Italians uh, in, in St. Paul. Uh, and um, he, uh, he ran basically kind of a speakeasy slash go-go club. Um, uh, young, scantily clad women were a part of the bar for... A very, very long time. And uh, when Al Jr. Uh, moved the bar, uh, this was when Al Sr. was probably around 80 years old. Um, he bought Elvgren Paints and that was going to be... He, he bought the whole building, so he actually lived upstairs and, uh, and, and created Al, uh, the new generation of Allery's. And... That's where we, uh, that's where we started to gather, and it's it's interesting looking back because I have some old merchandise, like I have an old polo that sells Ellery's Bar St. Paul. Um, those were only available like the first couple of years it was open. Um, that guy uh, Alphonse, you've met him before. He has one of the old, and there's a few of them I think floating around out there. Witch Bear Project t-shirts. Oh, no. So, when Blair Witch came out, 
Al had the idea to make a t-shirt that said Witch Bear Project. And it was a play on the fact that we had a different starting quarterback just about every single week. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, those were available right there at the beginning. And there was a few guys um, that were available uh, at that that were, were really part of the bar. Some of them had come from the uh, previous location to the new location. And some were new to the bar at that location, like me. Um, uh, but there is a, you know, uh, Keith was uh, one of the people that he was there right from the get-go. He's a friend of the show. Um, our friend Mad Dog. Uh, his, uh, I still have his jersey. He was one of the originals. Um, he unfortunately died at 32 years old, I think, um, from a stroke. Uh, but he even brought his kids in there. Uh, and there was, there was, out of that original group of people, there's very few that were actually coming in the last couple of years. But, um, it was certainly... Uh, it was certainly a good group. Al, Al Jr. was not the athlete that his dad was. Um, his dad was uh, literally an all-star athlete, but um, went to West Virginia. Um, and uh, Al Jr. Um, uh, Al, Al Jr. Just, uh, just went and bought the building. And the first thing he did was there was this really crappy old car lot next to the place. And it had the worst parking lot ever. Just full of pot, potholes and broken up asphalt. And that was our first free parking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, you know, it, through the years, uh, I watched a lot of people come and go. Um, I've seen... Uh, I've seen the bar as as busy as over 400 people. Um, the big ones were uh, the 2001 uh, playoff game against the Eagles. Uh, that one was packed. Everybody in there was just absolutely furious after Hugh Douglas body slammed uh, uh, Jim Miller, took him out of the game. Um, it was shades of... Uh, Charles White and Packers uh, body slamming uh, McMahon. McMahon. And um, the, uh, the, the playoff game against the, against the Saints, that one was uh, huge too. Packed super deep. NFC Championship. NFC yeah. Championship yeah. game. Um, the previous year, uh, which was the um, that was the playoff, uh, wildcard game against the, uh, the Panthers against the Panthers. Yeah. That Steve Smith just <laughs> won the game by himself. Basically he still can still can't figure out what he was doing out in the whole game. In the whole game, I was just screaming Lovey's name. Why aren't you covering him? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, stuff like that was, um, and then we also had the opposite. I remember, it was like the second year or the third year it was open. 
Uh, we played the Patriots on, I think it was on Christmas Day. <laughs> there was like 12 of us in there. And we all just got totally hammered. <laughs> we, were, we were all talking about how, how big of losers we were. <laughs> because we had nothing better to do than go to the bar on Christmas Day and, wa- and watch the Bears. I've been there. <laughs> uh, so, um, we, you know, we just, we had, uh, lots of, lots of memories like that. Oh, also, um, I should mention Sean Bennett was who created Allery's trivia. Uh, okay. He was the first person to do it. He used to buy these mugs, um, from the bear store, uh, Chicago bear mugs. And he would give one of those out, one or two of those out per game. Um, and then, uh, he didn't come as much. And then I was like, well, how about I take over this? So I probably took it over in like year three. And that's when I started, um, that's when I worked with Al to make it just so it was just a drink. We just gave away a drink. But I remember he, he gave me pretty free reign. And so sometimes I would ask super hard questions, right? And uh, the deal was, is if you got one of those, you could have a pitcher. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, but at a certain point, Al cut that off because <laughs> the pitchers were so expensive. <laughs> so, but, um, uh, yeah, we gave out, you know, we gave out, like, little prizes. And, uh, you know, um, uh, back, in the, back in those days when I was doing them, we'd have, you know, 30, 40 people. I'll, I'll do in trivia and we didn't have a microphone yeah so i just shouted everything <laughs> <laughs> so my voice would be destroyed after well, everything. my favorite bears trivia will be when you had to use the the old police walkie-talkie <laughs> <laughs> yes the um uh the uh what is that thing called um bullhorn yeah the bullhorn that's yeah right. yeah the, the bullhorn um, I used for a few years until one year I came back from the off season and the batteries had corroded in it <laughs> and destroyed it. <laughs> uh, that sounds about right. So, oh, another another thing is the song. So the song has always been a very big deal at Allery's. and it's always been the same version of the song. Which is different than what you hear in Chicago. It's funny when people from Chicago come and sing the song in the bar because they sing the version that they're used to in Chicago and it's not that version. And the version that we always played, Al had found. And when Al died, Steve, friend of the show, um, he went and found that version so that it was on disc, so that we could play that version, because the new manager didn't want to play that version. <laughs> so, so we we found that version. So, um, I I'll have to look up what the name of that one is, but um, it, it's guitar solo version. So yeah. <laughs> it's the only one that has a guitar solo in it. That's fine. I, I never even knew that. Yeah, there's several ver- several versions of that, but. That one is, that version, the only place I've ever heard it is at Allery's. So. 
Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I've been going here all this time, and I never even knew that story. Yeah, well, and you know, we've heard it a thousand times. Yeah, you know, and so that is our version. You know, right. so it was so funny because the first time I heard it at Soldier Field, I was like, "What the hell is this version?" <laughs> <laughs> It's funny you talk about your Christmas Day game because I have I have a day like that too, and I can't. I think I was in Illinois, and so I got up at like five in the morning to drive to Allery's for Bears Titans with Matt Barkley starting. Oh my god! And I remember it was me, Jerry, and probably like four other people at the bar. And that was the game where Josh Bellamy dropped like nine passes, <laughs> and I just remember like, why in the world did I do this to myself? But, <laughs> That's just what you did, man. This Allery is just, you wake up on Sunday morning and even if you've got other stuff going on or even if you should probably stay and watch the game at home, you just wanted to go there. And yep. that's the morning routine. And that's that's what I'm going to miss a lot about football season because you had the routine. You wake up, you you make some coffee. And what what I'll, what'll always stand out to me is is... The, the friendships you make there, right? And yeah. You talk, you and I met there. I've made other really good friends there that, you know, their they're wives and girlfriends have become friends with my girlfriend, and yep. we, we see them all the time. And the other thing kind of in that, along those same lines is that just random people would always text me on Sunday morning saying, hey, you're going to be at Allery's? <laughs> like, and, of course, they knew the answer. But it's like maybe their team wasn't playing or maybe they just wanted to come hang out. They don't even care about the Bears, but... They just, you know, knew that the friend group was going to be over there and they knew that it was going to be a fun vibe and that there were going to be other Bears fans yelling and screaming and cussing and drinking and and just having a, a good time on Sunday afternoon. So yeah. the amount of times I just met up with people that maybe I hadn't seen in a long time or that I worked with at an old job and they just, for whatever reason, had the idea on a random Sunday to pop it, to just say, hey, I mean, I'm going to pop over there and just watch some of the game, even though I'm not a Bears fan. That's that's cool. And I think that is a testament to the bar and the staff and the patrons and I'm going to miss that a lot because yeah. that, that bar just had a way of, of bringing people together. And, you know, it's it's a shame that it's gone. And, you know, we'll, we'll still watch Bears games amongst friends. Like, we'll still gather somewhere, whether it's at a different bar or at somebody's house. But I don't think we're going to have a dedicated Bears bar again, at least not for some time. Yeah, I don't, uh, you know... Uh... Jim and I have talked about this a little bit, and um, you know, uh, you know, Bears fans, um, uh, you know, put in uh, put in Twitter if, if you guys got an idea on on uh, how how you see that we should proceed next year because it, it's really it's really up in the air, and um, you know that was our house. Um, and now that it's gone, uh, we're, we're kind of, we're kind of homeless yeah. and, uh, you know, we, we want to be able to, uh, still maintain the spirit of Allery's because we can maintain that spirit anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, you know, I'm hoping that we can, we can come up with something where, uh, fans still can still come out and uh, enjoy the game. Cause yeah. I can't tell you how many times I had somebody say to me that was a fan of another team. We, it was always strange when I first started seeing fans show up that we weren't playing. Right. <laughs> so this, 
One time it was, I, I still forget what game it was. I, I think we were playing against um, Tampa. And uh, there was a Detroit fan <laughs> at the bar, right? And um, I, I was like, dude, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but what are you doing here? <laughs> and he's like, man, I just like to come here because it's such a fun atmosphere. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I heard that many times over the years. And it was because we all got so much into it. And there was so much uh, life uh, to the bar. Uh, and I mean, especially when we were, you know, the, when the team was performing well. The last really big, uh, really big hoopla I saw there was um, knocking the Vikings out of the playoffs a yes. couple of years ago in the last game of the season. It was chock full that day. There was definitely over 300 uh, for that. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'd love to be able to uh, find another place that uh, is interested in bringing in, you know, a group of us on, on Sunday so that, uh, you know, because, you know, getting... Getting Sunday ticket, yeah, sure, we can do that, but it's just not the same. It's not, and like you you said, I mean, every time the Bears would play the Packers, all my Packer friend fan friends would come to Allery's. Yeah, because like you said, it's just it, it's a great place, even if you're not a fan of the Bears. Because shout out to Nola, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in, in all in all in all my time going there, I mean, the only like there was never no one was ever rude. To opposing fans, yeah. unless they were really being jackasses. Yeah, but Bears fans just enjoyed having the other fans there because that contributed it contributed to it being such a fun time. So yeah, yeah, it just it says a lot about the bar that other fan bases just wanted to come and hang out. Yeah, a lot of mixed company tables um, every single week, uh, and you know uh, there would be uh there'd be people that were there um yeah you know i live here in minnesota my buddy's here from chicago um i've been telling him about this place he really wanted to come see it uh you know uh when we were playing rivals uh, again a lot of mixed you know, mixed company tables it was great it was it was all in fun it was harsh sometimes when we'd have uh like you said you know some jerky fans come in uh, with the intention of just being as obnoxious as they could be. But, I mean, that was still part of it, right? Yeah, you're going to get that anywhere. You're going to get it anywhere. So uh, the fact that we were still in in our joint, uh, you know, still meant, still meant huge. And when they came there, they were coming there because, yeah, that's the Chicago Bears bar. We know it. You know, everybody, everybody knew the place. And... Um, it, it, it would be great to have that again. That's probably, uh, like you said, that, that might be a ways off. But just finding a place where, uh, you know, the people that uh, listen to our podcast and our friends and guys that have been coming there for years, uh, just so that we can still all, you know, uh, get together at one place yeah. and still enjoy the game together. Yeah, that's the hope. And the one thing that I wish is that the Bears had been better in my time going yeah, there. Because absolutely. I, I, you were joking, you and I were joking about this before we started recording, but 
I've been going eight years, and I think the Bears' record in that time was 53-77. and 77. <laughs> So, not very good. And really only one good, fun season, which was the 12-4 and four year. But yeah. other than that, it's been a lot of bad football in my time there. And I don't know if that contributed to the bar closing. I mean, the Bears are only 16 days a year, no matter what. So. Right. But you definitely saw it have an effect on the crowds that would go to the game. And I, I get it, because no one likes to go out and waste their Sunday when you know the Bears are probably going to lose. And even if they win, it's it's hopeless, right? So that is one thing that I just wish was different. But, you know, it also kind of made it a fun time, too, because it was kind of like a, a joke. It's like... Yeah, let's go to this bar and just watch our team get their ass kicked, you know. And we'll drink some beers and we'll just sit here and we'll all, we'll all commiserate together. And I think this was two years ago when uh, it was there was a really bad snowstorm up here, and I think the Bears were playing the Cardinals, who were actually good at the time. And I showed up to the bar, and there were like nine of us. And we're just like, well, it's Die Hard Day. Yep. And everybody had to drive because you couldn't get an Uber because of the snow. So no one was even really drinking. But it was just fun because we're just sitting around and just, man, this Bears team sucks, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, man, yeah, it's just too many too many good times to count. Um, well, even, even just the, uh, I mean, it, it, it's a bummer it was the last game, but... That wasn't so bad of a last game to watch as far as we got to watch Lovey yeah. get us the number one overall pick. That was our, that's our last act at Allerys, <laughs> cheering on Lovey Smith and Davis Mills over the Colts. Wow. Some, I mean, somehow fitting. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it, it, was a, it was a bright a bright day. And uh, wow. I mean, it, it turned out to be a huge thing for the team, you know. Yeah. So, um. It's, it's like you said, when are they going to start the Lovey Smith statue? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but, I mean, you know, uh, we had we had plenty of days like that uh, where the, the team... Um, I remember uh, when we were playing the Vikings, and there was a ton of Vikings fans there, and it was in Chicago. Um, and Allery's... Uh, was always pretty low in population on two two games a year, and that was playing the Vikings at home, playing the Vikings on the road, playing Vikings at home because they, lots of fans went to the game. Vikings fan uh, Bears fans would go home to Chicago to see family and go to the game when we were playing them on the road. Well, this one was on the road, and there was quite a few Vikings fans there, and. Chad Hutchinson oh, came yeah. out and threw three touchdown passes. And I remember uh, shouting at the end of the game, you guys just lost the worst offense in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Hutchinson had his one glory day uh, that day. So, I mean, just, it was just, you know, games like that. It was a meaningless game, but it didn't matter because we got to watch us beat our rival when all signs pointed to us getting our asses kicked in that game. Yeah. If, if you, I was just trying to think about this now and if you don't have an answer, that's fine. But if you could just think of like, what was just 
first reaction, your your favorite game ever watching at the bar. I think I have mine. Boy, um, you know, that was that's that's really tough. Um definitely uh the Bears versus Saints NFC championship game was that was glorious. Uh I mean all of us shouting in the bar we're going to the Super Bowl yeah. <laughs> was so fun. Um and actually the Super Bowl was pretty busy, but it wasn't super busy because people just, you know, do different stuff right. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But man, the NFC Championship game was was absolutely crazy. Um and uh the back-to-back Mike Brown games oh, sure. were both insane. Um especially because several Bears fans left uh the week before at the Cleve from the Browns game and we're all in their cars listening to 670 when, when the win happened so the next week against the Niners no one left <laughs> uh so that one was a really long day at Allery's I had more than a few really long days at Allery's <laughs> we're talking 12 hours I was there so. yeah um, but, uh, yeah, and then, of course, uh, the worst one of all, and as far as I'm concerned, the worst Bears game of all time, the NFC Championship game against Smug 12 and the Pute Green Packers. Yeah, that's a tough one. But, uh, yeah, oh, that one was horrible. Uh, but it, it makes me throw up into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I think my favorite will be the 12 and 4 year the win against the Rams. Oh, that one was a good I, one. I too. can't remember if that was Sunday or Monday night football. I think that was Sunday. But, I think it was Sunday night football. Yeah, the Bears defense just punched the Rams in the mouth. And I remember I think Eddie Jackson got a pick against Goff and yep. they didn't play the song but the bar just spontaneously sung the song anyway. Did he get two that day? He might have had two. Maybe, yeah, I think he had two that day. And one might have been a pick six and I just remember walking out of that bar that night thinking the Bears were going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which was dumb in retrospect because Mitch Trubisky played one of his worst games as a pro. <laughs> but the defense is just so good and the team was just so hot at the time and yeah, and I think the worst one... The worst one is, is also one that I have a lot of really good memories about, though, because the worst one for me is the, the Parky game. Oh, but that one was pretty horrible. That was also a day where, like you said... we Those showed, two games actually weren't very far apart. Yeah, it's like, we, sh- we showed up to the bar at, like, 1, and the game, I think, was at 6 or something like that. So, long day at the bar. It's happened more than once, and I remember after a few uh, cold beers... A couple of my friends and I decided to buy a shot for everyone at the bar. <laughs> um, so that was really a good time. And then I, going into that game, I was just convinced that the Bears were going to just smoke the Eagles. And we, we know what happened. And then the the double doink stands out in my mind as just a moment that stood still for what seemed like several minutes. And yeah. You know, hey, life goes on, and that was probably the last time we really felt good about the Bears <laughs> until now. But, yeah, I mean, there's just so many just random games you can think back to. I mean, I think back to the 3-13 and year with Fox when I think that was I, 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 game one. Or, or no, sorry. 
this was the next year. It was Mike Glennon's first game. Oh, where my God. They drove down and had a chance to win. That was the win. Tampa and, game. Yeah, Jordan Howard dropped the ball at the goal line that would have won the game. And I think... Oh, I, that was awful. And I think it was the 3-13 and year where, like, five minutes before the Bears were supposed to kick off against, I think, the Texans, the entire block in St. Paul lost power. <laughs> we, nobody really had high expectations for the Bears. I just remember we were sitting there, like, 11.55, and just all the lights on the block were out, and we're just like, this is not a good omen for the season. <laughs> and sure enough, it wasn't. Um, but, you know, just a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good memories, and... Yeah, uh, so I'll also do a shout-out to Ryan Egan, um, friend of the show, um, Toby Dennert, uh, friend of the show. Um, both of them have been coming for a really long time. Um, I mean, there, there's there's a lot. Uh, Lavelle, you yeah. got a shout-out, Lavelle. Um, I remember one year he brought... P.A. and Dubé to the game. And um, it was it was when there used to be a large table right next to where the waitress station is and on that side of the bar. And there was a big TV right there and a row of them would all sit there. That's where Lavelle always sat. And, uh, and his brother. And, um, and Larry, so they were, uh, they brought PA and Dubé and this was when it was still the both of them on the show and they were hung over <laughs> blood red eyeballs wow. hung over and I went over and, uh, and, uh, I, I forget what I said. I said something to, to PA Oh, I said something like, nice, like, hey, welcome to our, well, welcome to our house. And he's like, he's like, did you want to just, are, are, he's like, are you being sarcastic? <laughs> and I was like, nah, dude, <laughs> you know, it was welcome, you know, but, um, uh, we did win the game that, that, that game too. <laughs> so, uh, that, that was, that was extra good. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, um. And, 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 you know, uh, uh, remember, so, uh, we, we had so many different, um, fans show up too, uh, over the years, you know, as far as, as far as other teams go. So it was always really cool when like somebody would be like, we're playing the Colts and somebody actually has a Colts jersey on, you know, so the, the oddballs out of there, but. Primarily, it was always Packers or Vikings. Yeah, and while we're giving shout-outs, uh, just the, the staff over the years. I mean, I, yeah. I, know, I know none of them are listening, except for maybe Mike and Jesse, which, if you are, shout-out to you guys. But, <laughs> just, yeah, over the years, just really, really tremendous bar staff and serving staff and everybody that worked game days. There was certainly more than one occasion where it looked like half the crew had been out until 4 in the morning the night before, <laughs> but... Talk about just a fun group of people over the years and just people that got the bit and were there to sometimes egg on the Bears fans or sometimes just give us shit or to just make it a really inclusive and fun atmosphere. And I don't even remember the guy's name, but I remember a guy just slamming beer bottles off the floor behind the bar and just, (laughs) you know... 
stuff like that. Just the thing that, that just make you laugh when you think back. And like I said, I know none of the staff's probably listening, but just wanted to thank them as well because that that's been a big part of it. And a lot of good people have, have come and gone on the Allery staff as well. So yeah, very much appreciate all them. And Ani, um, you know, she it, she always came. Beth always came. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm forgetting a million people right now. But, um, you know, uh, anyway, it, it was it was just interesting to watch uh, to to watch it over the years because uh, we we had so many different people come there. And uh, like I said, some faded in and some faded out. And, you know, uh, it was um, after Al left. Also, there was some that just stopped coming uh because al wasn't there anymore you know i mean it was it was a big loss when we lost al senior um in i think 06 and then when we lost al junior in 16 um you know it it just it it changed the whole place because the the root of what the bar was about was wasn't there anymore yeah and i wish i had gotten to meet those two i never did yeah so al senior would uh sit next to the waitress station and for the first half of the game he was blind uh and so he would sit there and smoke his cigar and uh uh he would eventually at halftime he would go sit in the broom closet <laughs> and he did because he was blind. And if he stayed out there for the second half, he couldn't hear what was going on. So if he went and sat in the closet, uh, he had his own radio back there and he would listen to the game. Yeah. But, um, and, uh, you know, uh, Al, uh, it was, uh, the, the fans coming there was the biggest deal for Al. He just absolutely loved that the fans would come um, and uh, come to his place to 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 gather and watch the game. So uh, that that was always good. Oh, I, I I will tell a quick story. So uh, for many years, I've been called Angry Tom. <laughs> so how that came about was this was like the third, maybe the third year we were open. The um. One of the one of the guys was talking shit with a with a Vikings fan in the bathroom, right? And they came out and he sat down and when he sat down, the guy sucker punched him the, off the suit the, off the, the stool. Vikings fan sucker punched yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. And um was he an Eagles fan? He might have been an Eagles fan. That sounds like an Eagles fan. Um, yeah, it was an Eagles fan. And this was a long time ago. This is like probably 2001. Um, and, uh, or 2000, yeah, 2001 or 2002. Anyway, he, he, he sucker punched him, knocked him off the chair and the Bears fan fell on the ground, and this guy was on him. I saw this whole thing happen literally right in front of me. 
he was on him like a panther. Just like, boom, like super fast and just pounding him. And I was like, holy crap. So I just went over there and I grabbed the guy and I shoved him up. And I was like, stop it. <laughs> I don't think I said it quite like that. But <laughs> anyway, I thought the guy was going to punch me then. And then we just got swarmed. This huge group of people all jumped on us to stop the fight. And, um, and somehow Al thought I started that fight. <laughs> it was like, I didn't start it. I stopped it. So anyway, um, that's where angry Tom came from. And eventually so many people were calling me and I just kind of adopted it. <laughs> but um okay so uh well anything else yeah i don't think so i really enjoyed just reminiscing here a little bit it certainly won't be the last time that me and one of my friends sits around and talks about allergies for an hour um just to everyone listening you know i mean the bar was a very special place to to me and to a lot of people and you know that that like you said earlier that that is a massive compliment to the patrons and the staff and just everybody that showed up there on game day. So thank you all for making Allery's a special place for me, and I'm gonna miss it very much. Yeah, uh, same same with me. Um, I, I did want to. I wrote this um, on the Allery's Bears Den page on Facebook. Um, it says... In, you wrote it a long time ago, right? Yeah. I wrote this in... in the off-season of 2008. Uh, entering the 2009 season. So that's how long ago this was. Uh, it says, Welcome to the Facebook home of Allery's Bar, Chicago Bears Den... The greatest Bears bar in Minnesota, located in the Twin Cities. Allery's opened in the current location in 1999 by the owner, Al Basie Jr. Al is the son of former Bear Al Basie Sr., who played guard and end uh, for the team and on the world championship teams of 40, 41, and 46. Al Sr. has owned many versions of Allery since 1949, and Al Jr. kept the tradition going. He bought a paint store building, totally renovated it, and opened on Sundays so that Bears fans in Minnesota would have a place to call their own. So, uh, I don't know whether you remember this, but do you remember that they used to grill hamburgers? Oh, yeah. I was going to tell that story, actually. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, yeah. So, the first game I ever got to, this before Allery's had a kitchen, yep. and they've got a big patio out back, and me and my buddies walked back there. And there's just this guy with a grill. <laughs> and he's like smoking a cigarette. And he's just like, this is just like some patron. That's he's Marcus. Like, yeah, he's like, hey, you guys want some burgers? <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, sure. He's like, that's going to be five bucks, cheese or no cheese. And remember, comes with chips. <laughs> so we're like, 
Alright, so he just st- stands there and grills these burgers, and he's just handing them out to people, and you give him five bucks, and I, I remember asking somebody, I'm like, how is that allowed? And someone was just kind of like, eh, you know, Al kind of just took care of it. Yep, <laughs> basically. That, I think, was allowed for two seasons thereafter, yep. um, and eventually somebody stopped it, but yep. yeah, the hamburgers, man. That we, My buddies and I, we still joke about that. Any single time we're walking by a burger stand or something, it's like, and that comes with chips, you know. So, <laughs> so the um, the food. Uh, Al didn't want to invest in the kitchen, um, at least at that point. And so uh, that that first season, he had Heggie's frozen pizzas, and uh, we experimented with doing a little tailgating in the front of the building. <laughs> so. Um, it used to be he just had this little regular Weber grill. It was a total piece of junk. And uh, we started off, he had a pitcher out there, um, an empty pitcher, and you just threw in whatever you wanted to throw in. It was by donation, right? Yeah. Well, after a year or so of that, he was through with that because he was like, nobody's throwing in any money. So that's when he first started charging. The original ones were $2 each. Okay. So it was 2 bucks each for a hamburger uh, or a hot dog and because uh, he did hot dogs too. And uh, it was a few years in, maybe three or five when he bought the big Weber grill, the tabletop grill that you saw back there. And uh, that, like I said, it was, I think it went up to $3 then. Um, and then he started having the whole thing, you know, condiments out there, uh, paper plates, uh, and Marcus was man, Marcus manned the grill for almost the entire time, if not the entire time it was in existence. Um, and it was there for a long, long time, but, uh, eventually after Al died, that's when it was like, nope, can't do that anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, it used to be, uh, and then when Al redid the patio, that's when he had the whole thing, uh, going back there. But yeah, the original one was donation. (laughs) There would be like $8 in the picture at the end of the day. Knowing the crew that goes there, I'm not surprised that didn't work. Yeah, so, uh, and then, of course, he sold a ton of Heggie's pizzas there. A ton of them. Those were great. Um, You know, uh, that was was another big draw. So, the first season was 1999. There was a small following that averaged about 30 fans per week. I don't think it was actually that many. Uh, there was only one bartender for the whole place. She was the bartender and the cocktail waitress. Okay. Uh, her name was Brandy. Um, that's all I remember about her. And then uh, the next year, we only had one again, but it wasn't Brandy. Brandy got caught stealing out of the till. So uh, she did not return. Um, I want to say Nina was the, was the next one. And again, she worked the entire second year by herself. Um, it started off with 13, 27 inch TVs (laughs) and one big screen rear projection. Uh, that was back there. That's where Joe and those guys would sit. I remember that. Um, 
and uh, yeah, but not this TV. Okay, it was gone that. long before you. Uh, yeah, it, it only lasted maybe a few years okay. before it crapped out. Um, and then uh, the Bears game was the only game that would be shown in the whole place, except. There was this little tiny 13-inch television that was back by the pool tables that would show the Viking game. <laughs> so, whenever Vikings fans would, would be, we'd all point back there. Your TV's back there. <laughs> and sometimes, I swear to God, you'd see a couple few Vikings fans sitting back there at the little 13-inch TV. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, in 2000, another young lady duplicated the feet working the whole place. And the attendance went up to about 50 fans a week. That would be the last time only one person would handle the crowds. Uh, in, in addition to Marcus and John, uh, in addition, Marcus and John started Allery's Burger and Brat's tailgate tradition. Um, they would fight the elements to make sure that they could grill burgers and brats every week, uh, and they did. I mean, it would be it would be snowing like crazy out. They would still be out there doing it. Uh, entering the 2009 season, the changes have been monumental. Long gone are the 27-inch TVs replaced now by 22 50-inch high-def plasmas, which were there when uh, when it closed. You know, um, the staff is a dozen bartenders and uh, servers. Uh, the grill goes nonstop from 11 to 2, and the averages were 250 strong per week for a while. Uh, we went, to, we know, uh, and it was, and it hosted a Super Bowl. So, you know, you know all that stuff. Um, you know, we would have Bears fans that were that were coming in from Chicago, like you when you first came there. They were like, "Yeah, I heard about this place." I'm originally from Minnesota and I live in Chicago or vice versa. They lived in Minnesota and now they live in Chicago. And they'd be like, yeah, my friends told me all about this place. I wanted to make sure and come here. And it's interesting because lots of people will still be showing up to that place until it's like firmly stamped that it's not open as a Bears bar anymore. Be stay, you know, show up there and be like, yeah, I'm what's the what happened, to Allery? So, but uh, you know, that's just that's the way things go, uh, things change, yep. and uh, it's it, it's a it's a total bummer that it won't be there anymore. But we'll do our best to uh, find a substitute, nothing obviously can uh, can take the place of it, but we'll we'll do our best to find something that is a, a decent substitute, so yeah. Anyway, that's uh, about it for uh, this week's uh, episode. It was a little bit different. Um, thanks again for everybody that tuned in. Um, Sorry for bumming everybody out. But yeah, it's it, hopefully it, you had some laughs. It, it's a it's a it's a bittersweet one, that's for sure. Um, and we'll uh, we'll miss the people that uh, were part of it, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully uh, catch up with you guys next week. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yep, bear down.